Hello and welcome back to Sports Shenanigans with Mullet in Houston. And uh, we took a nice little break there, didn't we, guys? Didn't yeah, we, we did. We did take a nice little break. Bo had a sore throat and it just wouldn't go away. So he didn't want to talk. <laughs> yep. And then I just didn't think about it. (laughs) But now we have a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff because it's been like five or six weeks. So, yep. We will start first getting caught up in the NBA and we are going to breeze through some of this. Yes. Because here's where we are. So the Suns and the Clippers are playing in the Western Conference Finals. Imagine that. Just take you back to the time when you were watching the Suns and the Clippers play each other. Uh, There's no Kawhi Leonard. Um, Paul George playing well. Um, Chris Paul also playing well. Uh, Patrick Beverly shoved Chris Paul in the back when he was walking away. That was a big story. It was. Uh, And Chris Paul had 41 points. So that was a big deal because it's the most points he's ever scored in uh, any half was 31 in his career. Um, And the last time he had that many points was in high school. Oh, wow. Uh, when he scored 61 points to honor his grandfather, who was killed at age 61. So the Suns went to the finals. Uh, the Chris Paul used to be considered the worst contract in the league. Houston had to add four first-round picks to trade him for Russell Westbrook. Um, Oklahoma City then uh, traded him to Phoenix for Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre Jr., and a first. And I believe Oubre Jr. went immediately to the Warriors. Um, And here he is in the finals. And then we had the Bucks and the Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, where the Hawks took game one. And then the Bucks blew them out, and then the Bucks won Game Three, and then the Hawks blew them out, and then the Bucks took Game Five, and the Bucks took Game Six. Um, Giannis hyperextended his knee in the second half of Game Four and was out for the rest of the series. Looked like he might be out for a year or so. Uh, it was a pretty pretty gruesome injury. Um, Trey Young also tweaked an ankle sprain in game three um, and did not play in games four or five, but he came back for game six. But anyway, the Bucks went to the finals. Um, and then, you know, before we get to the finals, there were a couple speculations going on. So um, you have the Sixers and Ben Simmons, what is going to happen to him? There was some rumors that the Warriors were looking to create a package around James Wiseman, who they drafted last year and is looking to grow into a star center and partner with it there 
seventh and 14th draft picks in this year's draft. Um, there was a thought that maybe Ben Simmons would be going over to the Warriors, which I personally uh, am a fan of the idea of that because Ben Simmons is a great defender and a great passer. He is not a great shooter, but that wouldn't matter on a team with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Um, no, that would not matter. The He's also very big, which is – He's 6'10", and that might be the biggest guy on the Warriors if he went there. Um, Possible. There was also a rumor that the Warriors might look at uh, Pascal Siakam from the Raptors um, as they are looking into a rebuild. Um, And so he would be a similar – not similar to Ben Simmons, but he'd be a big power forward who can score and – play defense um neither one of those happened as of now the lakers hired david fisdale as an assistant coach which is to no surprise it's well documented that lebron he was an assistant coach in miami and lebron really likes him so he's uh no surprise that he got an assistant coaching job on lebron's team you had DeMontis Sabonis and Jonas and Jonas Valanciunas uh, leading Lithuania, Lithuania in the Olympic basketball tournament. Um, you also had Luka Doncic leading Slovenia uh, when they beat the, uh, in the Olympics and they beat Lithuania. They ended up placing fourth. Um, a real possibility there for a second that they might end up with gold, silver, or bronze, but they ended up placing fourth. I think Luca got injured, um, but still very impressive considering it was Luca uh-huh. and no one else from Slovenia plays basketball. Um, it was, I believe, Goran Dragic's younger brother who can't make the NBA was the second best player on that team. Oh, wow. Um so Luca just kind of did triple doubles and 40 pointers and got him to the end. Um, Nate McMillan was extended with the Hawks, obviously after making a deep playoff run with them. Uh, Damian Lillard is a topic of conversation, whether or not he'll be traded. There uh-huh. is some rumors of Lakers trading Anthony Davis for Lillard or it would they do that uh, given the situation um, obviously Anthony Davis wasn't great this past season and he was once again injured when it came time for the playoffs uh-huh. um, so would they benefit from someone like Lillard who doesn't get hurt a whole lot provide some perimeter uh, and some shooting and some offense um, and then Kawhi is an eligible free agent and they uh there's a questions of maybe he goes to the mavericks and joins luca they have room to sign him um and then you'd have luca and Kawhi and porzingis and that would be a very very good team uh also maybe Kawhi goes to miami there's some rumors there um lots of questions um let's see uh, 
we can save that for a little later. Keep looking here. The Pelicans hired Suns assistant Willie Green to be their next head coach. They are hoping this is the right choice in their search to get Zion a coach and keep him in New Orleans. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go, but they did that. Um, it did come out that Kawhi Leonard did go uh, have surgery to repair a partially torn right ACL. So that's why he Oof. didn't play there at the end of the year. That that's no probably one was smart he didn't him. play. But he will be out. He is expected to m- likely miss all of this next year, if not come back very late into it. Um, the question will be what position the Clippers are in if he is healthy, um, mm-hmm. if they will be in the playoff hunt or not. Um, Candace Parker will cover the special edition of 2K. Luca will cover the regular edition. Um, Let's see. Bradley Beal had to leave the Olympics, as did Kevin Love. So then they got All-Stars Keldon Johnson from the Spurs. Um, And then JaVale McGee from the Nuggets to join the Olympic team. So basically... This is the worst Olympic team I think we may have sent since 92. Yeah, I would say it probably was. Um, Let's see. There was a report that came out that Lillard was going to request a trade, but then he denied the report and said he had not made a decision on his future. Um. Let's see. So let's go to the finals. The Suns and the Bucks. Uh, in a strange twist of miraculous events, Giannis played in game one after thinking he may be done for most of next season after that injury. Um, he played very well. Um, however, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton exploded, and the Suns were able to take the game one victory. In game two, Giannis had 42, 14, and four, including 30 in the second half, 20 in the third quarter. Um, 20 in the third quarter was most in the finals quarter since Michael Jordan. Uh, however, the Suns were still able to overcome Giannis and win game two. And then in game three, Giannis had 41, 13, and six, and the Bucks were able to win. In game four, Giannis had a block on an alley-oop unlike anything we may have ever seen before. Uh, he blocked DeAndre Ayton, and I believe Giannis may be the only player in the league or maybe in league history that could have made the block that he did, given yeah. his positioning on the floor. Booker had 42 points, um, but Chris Paul struggled, and the Bucks were able to win that. Also, it was a historic line from Devin Booker. He had 42 points and seven fouls, which is amazing considering he fouled out with six. But the refs decided not to call the last couple, even though they were 
blatantly obvious as in wrapping someone up and tackling them as they go for a layup and the refs just watching. Um, the In game five, the Bucks won. The refs still struggled with Booker. I don't Booker would get five fouls, and there was no way that he was getting a sixth. Um, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis all played very well. It's the one of the rare games where all three of them are having their night. Um, and at the end of the game, Devin Booker was going in, chance to tie. And Drew Holiday stole it away and then threw it up for an incredible alley-oop by Giannis, who once again made a play that very few can make. Um, And then in game six, Giannis had 50 points, 14 rebounds, five blocks, the only player with two 20-point finals quarters in the last 50 years. He was 17 of 19 from the free throw line. Ooh. Was Giannis. Uh, the Bucks win. They win the finals. Giannis is the obvious MVP. Uh, let's see. Chris Paul's legacy. So this was, I believe, the fourth series that Chris Paul had been up 2-0 in and lost, which makes him the only player in history to do that. Um, and Monty Williams stopped by the Bucks locker room and congratulated the team on their victory. Um, I will say game six. So this series, if you're a, a basketball fan, this series was a joy to watch as long as you were watching Giannis. Uh, games two and three, he put up 40 pointers in game four. He had one of the most iconic finals blocks ever. Not quite LeBron's not, it wasn't a game seven, but uh, a a great, great block, a great, great alley-oop in game five. And then in game six, just about the most perfect game a player can play in the NBA with 50, 14 and five blocks. It was a show. Um, Milwaukee had 18,000 people inside watching the game. They had 65,000 people outside in downtown Milwaukee watching the game Um, in the Deer District, as they like to call it. Um, Giannis celebrated the next morning by taking the trophies through a Chick-fil-A drive-thru and ordering 50 chicken minis. Um, he was filming as the, on the Instagram live and was very courteous and asked the drive-thru worker if she cared, if he filmed her, there were 150,000 people watching her at the moment. Um, (laughs) you know, I would hope someone would ask me that as well, (laughs) you know, Um, having a bad hair day. (laughs) Let's see. Right after the finals, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Devin Booker went over to Tokyo to join the Olympic team uh, and provide them with some legitimate firepower. Um, Let's see. The Grizzlies traded Valanchunas, the 17th pick, and the 51st pick to the Pelicans 
for Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, the 10th pick, the 40th pick, and a 2022 first via Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I forget which side was trying to clear the cap room, but uh, that's what happened in that trade. The play-in tournament is official for another year. Dates are set to be April 12th through 15th. The Jazz traded Derek Favors and a future first to Oklahoma City for a future second. The Nets traded Landry Shamit to the Suns for Javon Carter and the 29th pick. And the Lakers traded Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Kyle Kuzma, the number 22 pick to the Wizards for two future seconds. Oh, and Russell Westbrook. So, Casey, I think this is probably the first point where we've come to where I say, what did you make of the move by the Lakers to bring in Russell Westbrook? Um... I mean, I knew that at some point they would try and find a star player, you know, to be there, hopefully, hopefully, with LeBron. Because, like we said, Anthony Davis has issues staying healthy. Um, and obviously, I mean, you need another star usually to win the playoffs or win the, the championship. I think of all the players in the NBA, I probably would have said Russell Westbrook would be the last player they'd go get. <laughs> Not because, you know, Westbrook's, Westbrook's a bad player. I mean, he's obviously a great player. Just, I did not necessarily think that they would mesh well again, well together, LeBron and Westbrook. So I was a little shocked. Um, I'm still not sure how it's going to fully work because as we know, Westbrook likes to have the ball. He likes to score. He likes to dunk. He likes to get all those stats. And then LeBron is, as Bo says, a pass first guy. And LeBron likes to have the ball in his hands because he's LeBron. And I mean, he's the best player. So it'll be interesting to watch how it all works out. So still very shocked that it happened, but I mean, it could work out really well or it could explode. I feel like I don't think there's a middle ground. Um, I don't, I don't see when I think of explode, I'm thinking like Katie Harden, Kyrie. Um, I don't, I don't see any potential explosion for the league. Um, the, I will say I agree with you. When the news came across, the Lakers had made a big deal to get Russell Westbrook. I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, thought, I would have thought Bradley Beal over Westbrook. Well, yeah, that makes me think Beal wasn't an option, though. My guess is, my guess is. LeBron has been a known fan of Beal. My guess is that the Lakers probably called the Wizards inquiring about Beal, and it worked down to Westbrook. Um, 
the um yeah just about everything about westbrook's game doesn't quite fit like i think it would if you had your ideal um simply because he is ball dominant he's not a great shooter i think if you have lebron and anthony davis um lebron's ball dominant and neither are i mean they're good shooters they're neither are great shooters yep um and so to bring in another guy who is ball dominant who's not a great shooter or in westbrook's case not a good shooter um (laughs) great dunker great dunker uh but getting old so that might you know dunking gets harder um But I would say after having some time to evaluate it, you have what, what did the Lakers give up to get Russell Westbrook? So they get two future seconds. That's, I mean, kind of irrelevant, but yeah, it's a kind of a wash. Um, so they gave up the 22 pick that ended up being Isaiah Jackson. And it went to the Pacers after the wizards um, sent it over there. Um, that he wasn't going to help the Lakers win now. Kyle Kuzma, who I I would be willing to fly out to LA to help him pack if uh, <laughs> if if he needed it. Um, I mean, he was a guy in the playoffs who repeatedly every night went two for eleven, one for nine, one for twelve, two for twelve. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I can get that out of Westbrook. Um, Montrez Harrell, who didn't do that because he didn't get any minutes in the playoffs, wasn't even playing. Um, and then Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who was a strong rotational player for them, but certainly not a high-end player. Um, so when I look at what they gave up, I think – they got Russell Westbrook. I mean, like, it looks like a lot. I think in reality, they got Russell Westbrook for very little. Um, yeah. They just have to pay him very lot. Um, yes, that is true. I think my idea is that this is a regular season play. This is let's keep LeBron and Anthony Davis healthy and manage the mileage because Russell Westbrook can handle the extra mileage. And the extra oh, yeah. energy um, that the regular season brings, Russell Westbrook is everyone knows Westbrook is a great regular season player. Um, yeah, it's usually in the playoffs he wears down or something, um, and isn't as strong. But in the regular season, he will get you wins if LeBron and Anthony Davis don't have good nights or don't play much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I like the move in that aspect. I would say. I would say I have to believe the option is open that if it's not working out by mid-February or end of February, whenever it is, the trade deadline's there and you can move. I think Russell Westbrook is a much more attractive, movable piece than Harold, KCP, and Kuzma were. Oh, yeah. Um, And so I would almost say, like, this is a – 
Like, even if it is going well, this could just be a, you know, first four months of the season, we need Westbrook to handle that first half of the season. Now we're going to move him and get a shooter or, uh, you know, you know, like Willard maybe, or, you know, mm-hmm. so, someone that um, he, he's a piece that can be used for someone who might have a disgruntled star or someone who's getting ready to leave and they want to get something in return for them. Yep. And they want a player that can sell tickets and they want a player who can be in their franchise. Um so maybe they're saying, Russ, get us some wins here in the first half, and then we're going to move you for Lillard. And then at trade deadline, now you're looking at Lillard, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. I don't know. But I have to think that's an option. That's got to be in the yeah. mind. Oh, yeah. um, I don't, it, either way, I, I don't think it's ideal, but I see the benefit. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it works, especially in the playoffs. I mean, everything about Russell Russell Westbrook is like he doesn't shoot well. He doesn't make the best decisions in crunch time. Um, he's kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. I did see in an interview he had today that he, I, I, him and LeBron and AD all met before this happened, um, and. I did see where he in the interview today he said that uh, he will make an impact. He will work to make an impact without the ball in his hands, and that his job is to make it easier for LeBron. Um, which make I mean LeBron's what thirty six, thirty seven now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just, I think I think the Russ move is a play that they're using to say we want LeBron and Anthony Davis healthy when we get to the playoffs. Yeah. And we don't want them playing as many minutes to be able to get to the playoffs. Oh yeah. Um the draft. So the draft happened. The Pistons took Cade Cunningham. There was no surprise there. Nope. The Rockets took Jalen Green. Uh, the Cavs took Evan Mobley because, of course, they need a center. They don't have Jared Allen, who they just paid $20 million a year to. Um, Scotty Barnes went to the Raptors. Jalen Suggs went to the Magic, the poor soul. Um, the Thunder took Josh Giddy. The Warriors took – so the Warriors ended up – not being able to find a trade package for their picks. Um, there was a report that Daryl Morey and the Sixers had offered Ben Simmons for Wiggins, Wiseman, the 7th, the 14th, and two future firsts. Um, Casey just shook his head. So real quick, I'm going to see what he thinks of that offer that the Warriors declined. I think that the Sixers are smoking some good stuff, apparently. Because <laughs> I don't even think Ben Simmons is worth Andrew Wiggins at this point. Mm. Like, I get he's good at defense, but, man, he is a liability on the offensive side. 
So to think that they asked for that much is just laughable because in uh, that's basically six first round picks because yeah. because the, the other two, two players picks. two players are first round picks and then high first round first, picks exactly so it's just absolutely laughable that here's the yeah, here's the that. thing though I think if you're the Warriors, I think the Warriors, I think, are trying to have a little bit of we want to plan for the future, but we'd also like to win with Steph. Mm-hmm. I think they got to pick one. That's true. And I, mean, I get that, but like obviously, this deal was not, that's not the one to go in on it. Well, I see, I don't know because. Here's the thing. If you have Steph and Clay and Draymond and Ben Simmons, so you've mm-hmm. got the two best shooters, you've got the two best defenders, and both Draymond and Simmons both act as facilitators on in their roles. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's a very good starting, uh, a good core four. The other thing would be if you had Steph, Clay, Wiggins, and Simmons, because Simmons is almost just about a younger, bigger Draymond. Like, very good defender, distributor. Draymond's kind of an offensive liability. This is true. Um, I know, like, he's like the leader or whatever. Of like the Warriors, I mean, like mm-hmm. I mean, like Steph's the guy, but he's like the you know emotional like leadership guy on the team. Yep. Um. So I might have said back like, here's seven and fourteen. They're not helping us win. Steph's yep. thirty four. Clay's thirty three. Um. Here's I try and keep Wiseman. I offer Draymond. Um uh I take the future first. Who cares about that? Uh-huh. Um so like so my offer is the same thing, except instead of Wiggins and Wiseman, I'm offering Draymond. And if I have to, I'll put in Wiseman. But I then I've got help. Steph, but then I've got Steph Clay, Wiggins, Simmons. And, you know, we'll fill in the center or whatever. Yeah. And build from there. And I'm trying to win in this two- to three-year window I have left with Steph and Clay. I think for what the Sixers asked, I feel like you could turn around and take with that and go to just about any team and get – one of their star players because i mean that's a lot so i mean you could probably go to celtics and get like jalen brown i mean you get that for less probably but what do you need very good the only he's i agree jalen brown's very good bradley beal's very good but when you have steph and clay what do you need jalen brown and bradley beal for well i'm just saying 
you can get something better than Ben Simmons, in my opinion, and it doesn't hurt you. Um, either way, the offer I think was laughable, and I think the Warriors probably laughed them off the phone because to ask that much for just well, I think I think they had this. Well, they're going to give up more than just Ben Simmons, but still, it was just funny. I think I think. It's kind of like my fantasy philosophy. You start by asking for everything. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I give it to him. And you work your way down. That's true. So do I think oh, that, then, do I think do I think Maury may have accepted Draymond 714 and one future first off of that? He might have. He might have. I think he started by asking for absolutely everything he can yeah. and seeing what you think Simmons' value is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so the Warriors ended up taking Jonathan Kuminga. Um, and then the Magic took Fra- Franz Wagner from Michigan. Um the Kings took a Baylor guard, Davian Mitchell. Uh, the Pelicans took Zaire Williams. The Pacers took Oregon guard, Chris Duarte, who I've never heard of. So that's fun. Yep. The Warriors then took Moses Moody. The Hawks took Duke forward, Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I know nothing about him. I mean, you're a Duke I know fan. Duke. I am a Duke fan, but he played like four games, and he sucked. And said, "I'm not playing anymore," basically because they all sucked. And I never saw him again. And I was like, "Whatever, I don't care." Huh. The- so I mean, he's got. I'm assuming he's got talent, but. <laughs> The Pacers acquired Kentucky forward Isaiah Jackson through the Lakers pick to the Wizards. They traded that pick for Aaron Holiday. So Aaron Holiday to the Wizards, and they take Isaiah Jackson. And let me just say this. If Isaiah Jackson is half as good as he is in 2K, the Pacers absolutely won this trade. Because I wreck the league with Isaiah Jackson. <laughs> um, let's see. The Nets took an LSU guard, Cam Thomas. They also took a UNC forward, Dayron Sharp, through a Suns pick. Um, and then I lost. There was a lot of trades here. Okay, there are a lot of trades. I kind of lost my way. I'm not sure who all got who. I think we all lost our way in this draft because like this is the first year in probably 10 years that like I truly didn't know anybody. Well, Jalen Suggs had the big Gonzaga moment. So that's how people yeah. knew him. I mean, I knew, I knew him. Cade Cunningham knew Cade was Cunningham. a big star. That was, that was it. I didn't know anybody else. You didn't know Evan Mobley was uh, Stanford? Um, I got nothing. He had a big March Madness. Um, that, yeah, sure. If Jalen Green is 
three quarters of what he is in 2K, he'll be one of the best players in the league. <laughs> um, Kuminga kind of fluctuates in 2K depending on the storyline that happens, but he could be a star. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. The Pistons got Iowa center Luke Garza, who had that, who had a big March Madness. I remember, I know so that that poor soul is going to Detroit. Um, also, I guess along Cunningham. with Cunningham. The Bucks here was an interesting one. The Bucks um, drafted Greece forward. I'm not even going to try, but he's from Greece, and so is Giannis. Nice. <laughs> Uh, and then Ohio State, Dwayne Washington signed a two-way deal with the Pacers after the draft. Cool. Then, uh, let's see. The Heat declined a $15 million option on Andre Iguodala as we gear up for free agency. The, uh, the rumors came out that Kyle Lowry was a firm target for Miami. The Heat then picked up Goran Dragic's $19.4 million options, which uh, was signaling to be a sign-and-trade deal for Lowry. Uh-huh. Kawhi declined his $36 million player option and is expected to negotiate a new deal with the Clippers. Kawhi didn't have a – Kawhi – so – once it came out that Kawhi had had surgery on his torn ACL, the suitors kind of went away for Kawhi. No oh, one yeah. wanted to sign Kawhi to a big deal knowing he would not play this next year and yeah. waiting to see what he would be afterwards. So Makes sense. Um, the dreams of Luka and Kawhi kind of disapparated. Real um, quick. The, let's see. Chris Paul declined his $44 million option and he re-signed with the Suns for four years. 120 million, I think. Sure. I'll have it later for sure. Um, and then let's see. So free agency, the Heat and the Raptors did a sign and trade. The Raptors got Drogic and uh a Chua and the Heat got Lowry, who was on a three-year, ninety million dollar deal. Um, the Bulls did a sign and trade for Lonzo Ball, a four-year, eighty-five million dollar deal. Uh, Devonte Graham ends up in New Orleans off of that deal. Garrett Temple's in New Orleans. Charlotte gets a New Orleans lottery protected pick. Um. Tim Hardaway Jr. gets four years, $74 million with the Mavs. The Knicks signed Alec Burks to three years, $30 million, and New Orleans Noel to three years, $32 million. Jared Allen signed five-year, $100 million with the Cavs. Kelly Olenek signed three years, $37 million with the Pistons. <sighs> Will Barton signed two years, $32 billion with the Nuggets. Mike Conley billion? signed... What? Billion? 32 million. Wait, what? You said billion. I said billion. <laughs> yeah. I thought, oh, sorry. Two years, 32 million with the Nuggets. Man, Will he's a billion. Man, he's really killing it. 
Uh, Mike Conley signed three year, 72 and a half million with Jazz. Jimmy Butler signed a four year, $184 million max with the Heat. McConnell, TJ McConnell signed a four year, $35.2 million extension with the Pacers. The let's see, Duncan Robinson signed five year, 90 million with the Heat, largest deal ever for an undrafted player. Tory Craig signed two year, 10 million with Pacers. Chris Paul signed four year, 120 million with Suns. Doug McDermott, Dougie McBuckets, McBuckets, three year, 42 million with. These Spurs, so he will not be on the Pacers any longer. That's um, okay. what? That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I was, I mean, heck, I was upset. We were paying him seven million a year. The <laughs> Spurs, Spurs are going in on Dougie McBuckets. They're doing fourteen. Um, <laughs> Jeff Green signed two-year, ten million with the Nuggets. Uh, let's see. Smaller guy, smaller guy. Boban returns to the Mavs on a one-year deal. Reggie Bullock to the Mavs. Uh, Furkin Korkmaz re-signed with the Sixers. Gary Trent Jr., three years, $54 million with the Raptors. Zach Collins, three-year, $22 with the Spurs. Uh, let's see. Trevor Ariza signed a one-year deal with the Lakers. Dwight Howard signed a one-year deal with the Lakers. Solomon Hill signed a one-year deal with the Hawks. Evan Fournier signed four years, seventy-eight million with the Knicks. Derrick Rose signed three years, forty-three million with the Knicks. Uh, Batum signed a one-and-one with the Clippers. Alex Caruso goes from the Lakers to the Bulls on a four-year, thirty-seven million dollar deal. Uh, let's see. Daniel Tice goes to, uh, the Rockets a four year, 36 million. Cody Zeller going to the Blazers for a year. Um, the former Hoosier. Um, let's see. Bobby Portis will return to the Bucks. Norman Powell sound signs five year, 90 million with the Blazers. Blake Griffin re-signs one year with the Nets. The Kent Bazemore signs one year with the Lakers. Jermichael Green signs two years with the Nuggets. Uh, Trey Young signed five years, $207 million extension with the Hawks. <laughs> Shea Gilgis-Alexander signed five-year, $172 million with OKC. Spencer Dinwiddie signs with the Wizards. Wayne Ellington signed one year with the Lakers. P.J. Tucker went to the Heat. JaVale McGee goes to the Suns. Corey Joseph to the Pistons. Rashawn Holmes to the Kings on a four-year deal. Otto Porter Jr. to the Warriors. Rudy Gay signs a one-and-one with the Jazz. Uh, Bruce Brown... Signed back with the Nets. Rodney Hood's going to the Bucks. Andre Drummond to the Sixers. Uh, Taj Gibson to the Knicks, because how in the world is he still playing? 
Robin Lopez to the Magic. Uh, Steph Curry signed a four-year, $215 million extension with the Warriors. It's first player in history to sign two career $200 million deals. Uh, so over the next five years, he is $261 million to play with the Warriors. Um, Patty Mills signs two years in Brooklyn. Carmelo Anthony signs one year with the Lakers. The Lake Show. Malik Monk signs with the Lakers. The Bulls get DeMar DeRozan. Tony Snell to the Blazers. Taylor Horton Tucker, three years with the Lakers. Kendrick Nunn signs a one-and-one with the Lakers after leaving Miami, being considered potential rookie of the year last year. Um, well, that was two years ago. It might have been two years ago. I think it was two years ago. Well, you know, was owning rookie of the year. Oh, I yeah, that's what I meant like a year ago. Oh, gotcha. Um, Markeith Morris signs with the Heat. So a little switch there, Kendrick Nunn and Markeith Morris. Um. John Collins signed five-year 125 to stay with the Hawks. Kimball Walker got bought out by Oklahoma City and will sign with the Knicks. Um, let's see. Victor Oladipo got a one-year vet minimum deal with Miami. Um... That's crazy. Aldridge is exploring a return. Um, Julius Randle signed four-year, $117 million with the Knicks. I guess it's an extension. He's there for five years now. <laughs> Kawhi's planning to re-sign with the Clippers. KD's planning to sign four-year, $198 million extension when eligible with the Nets. The Lakers extend Frank Vogel. Justice Winslow goes over to the Clippers on a two-year deal. Memphis trades Grayson Allen to Milwaukee. Uh, let's see. Reggie Jackson is going to return to the Clippers. Kelly Obre Jr. is going to the Hornets. Iguodala is trying to choose between the Nets, the Warriors, and the Lakers. Danny Green. Signed two-year, $20 million to stay on the Sixers. Dennis Schroeder just signed a one-year deal with the Celtics. And Ooh. Luka Doncic has a five-year, $207 million Supermax rookie extension with the Mavs. So, Case, who do you think won this offseason? Who do you think lost? Uh, the Pacers always lose because they're dumb. Um, Lakers obviously have won. You know they've added Westbrook. They've added a lot of lot of uh, good talent. I personally think they upgraded in just about every category. 
that they probably could. So they're obviously a winner. Do you have any problem with the fact that the Lakers on paper is a really good team about 10 years ago? I mean, I mean, yes, it would have been been amazing team 10 years ago. I think they're still all very good players. Um, And they still have three roster spots that they can fill. And I think they need to fill those three with at least a good couple outside shooters. Um, Cause Russ and LeBron aren't necessarily the greatest and AD is not the greatest. So you need to add some more of that. And if they do that, they'll have a great, great off season, but I'm not overly concerned mainly because I know LeBron will get them to the playoffs and Russ will get them to the playoffs. Um, it's just going to be a matter of, can they, withstand the new play because like you said it's a great team 10 years ago 10 years ago the game was much different than it is now so i don't have a problem with that as long as they adapt and add a couple more shooters i think there's a bit of an overreaction people calling it you know the the retirement home or the (laughs) i mean I think we're a little hung up on the age of the players just because we just saw a year ago Dwight Howard be very effective in the finals for the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Um, Carmelo Anthony was shooting 40% from three for the Blazers last year. Um, So when you talk about how they need to bring in shooters, I think they agreed, and that's why they brought in Melo. Yeah. Um, the Trevor Ariza and Wayne Ellington are both kind of three and D guys. Yep. Um, Kendrick Nunn, he's an older rookie, at, mind you, but um, he is, I, I think, I'm not good with him in 2K, but he has proven to be very good um, yeah. Oh yeah. in the league. Um, and then... Malik Monk, I'm interested to see how he fits in. I haven't seen him play much. Um, I think he's been in Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and so I'm interested to see how that goes. But I think there's a little bit of an overreaction to say that they're old and this is the oldest roster ever in the NBA history. Um, I mean, it's LeBron's 37, but he's playing at the same level as the – you know, 26 year olds. Um, So I think, I think there's a little bit, I think it's a lot of experience. I think it's a lot of vets. Um, I know LeBron likes playing with vets. (laughs) Uh Um, So that's probably kind of the strategy there. Um, I think personally, if I were to pick a team that won, People are really – here's the thing. People are really saying Miami won. They got a lot better. I, I, as a Heat fan, I don't think they got that much better. I'm not a big believer in Kyle Lowry. I'm not at all. I mean, the – I, I, maybe in the regular season they got better. In the playoffs, Kyle Lowry hasn't proven to be – any sort, I mean, like, 
that was like him and DeRozan's, DeRozan's thing was that they were like the two worst players in the playoffs in history. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, we brought back Duncan Robinson. I mean, there's not a lot in there. Maybe you win because you have Oladipo on a one-year minimum deal. And I think um, as much as I want to be like, hey, ha, you deserve it. Ha, I was right. Ha, because he, uh, Oladipo wasn't going to get that deal in Indiana. He would have gotten a much better deal with the Pacers. Oh, um, yeah. But he forced his way out to the Rockets, and then they sent him to the Heat, and then he gets hurt. I think if Oladipo can find a way to be, you know, 30 to 50% of what he used to be, that's a higher value than what they're paying him. Oh, Um, heck yeah. So, um, I mean, that's a good deal for them. I don't, I don't see the heat being like, Oh, now they might win the East, you know, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) The you got Duncan Robinson, you got Jimmy Butler, you got Kyle Lowry, you got Bam. Um, you'll be a solid team. Yep, you'll probably be a tough out in the second round, but I don't see him getting any further than that. Um, <laughs> I just see him being a tough team. Oh yeah. Um, I think the Bulls got a lot better. They have Zach Levine was an all-star last year. They traded at the end of the year for or the trade deadline or whatever for uh, Vucevic, who was an all-star. Um, they bring in DeMar DeRozan. They bring in – who else did they bring in? Lonzo. Lon- yeah, they bring in Lonzo, who I think is, you know, ever since the hype died down, I think he's a good player. I don't think he's superstar, but I think he's a good player. He's a good defender and a good passer, and he's a decent shooter now. Yeah. Um, So I think Lonzo's a nice addition. And now you're looking at a starting five. You got Lonzo, Levine, DeRozan, Vucevic. I think that's going to be a very solid team in the East. It's it's the right amount of defense and scoring to be a vile. I don't know. I wouldn't – again – I'm not going to say like, oh, now they're the contenders for the Eastern Conference. No, I think that's still clearly it's going to be Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Um, Depending on what the Sixers get back for Simmons, could be the Sixers. Mm -hmm. Um, Assuming they trade Simmons. If they don't trade Simmons, then I'm going to have a tough time saying that they're up there. But I – I mean, I think, you know, if you're looking at the top half of the Eastern Conference, you're looking at Milwaukee, you're looking at Brooklyn. I'm simply saying that in that order because Milwaukee did just win the championship. So I'm not going to say that Brooklyn's the favorite like everyone else is. Um, But, you know, you got Milwaukee, you got Brooklyn. I think Chicago will be up there. I think, you know, the Heat will be up there in the, you know, three, four, five slots. Um, but then, you know, the rest of the East is kind of kind of on the lower end there after that. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the Bulls had a very, very – oh, and they brought in Alex Caruso, who's a good defender. Yep. Um, so – 
that's who I'd say. I'd say I'd say the Knicks lost. <laughs> well, I mean, usually they do. They pay eighty million dollars for Evan Fournier. I uh <laughs> and they're paying what fourteen a year for Derrick Rose at this point. Mm-hmm. Um and they get Kimba, I guess, but Randall proved to be an absolute bust in the playoffs. Um, so I don't know. I don't think the Knicks got much better. Nope. The Hawks. I forgot about the Hawks. The Hawks will be up there in the yep. in the in the upper half of the East. And then you got the Pacers. Pacers will probably get a bottom bottom slot. Yep, because they really they were very have, average. They're very average. They didn't add anything fun. No, I do like that we got rid of McDermott. Give him props for that. Yeah, that's nice. I, I like the I like the McConnell resigning. But I was kind. Of, I'm not gonna lie. I was hoping that Lonzo somehow would make his way to Indiana, just because. Like I'm not a Levar Ball fan. But you know what? Maybe he would love Indiana and like he would go nuts about Indiana. I think and I just right, now, right now your starters are Brogdon, Warren, uh-huh. Lavert, Sabonis, and Turner. I think at trade deadline, if you can try and move Brogdon and oh yeah, someone. And try and get something. <laughs> That'd, it'd be very nice. Get Russell no, Westbrook. Very, it it's very, it. very average, and there's no one there to take it over the top. Yeah, they're just super average. I just want something fun to watch. You know, make it so that I actually want to go to a Pacers game. Yeah. Um. Apparently, Ben Simmons has cut off communications with basically everyone on the Sixers. Um, I don't know if this is in regards to contract talk. If it's in regards to contract talk, I don't think it's a big deal. I think agents usually handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's in basketball talk, like if he's not answering like Embiid or something, I think it maybe is a little more. But also, he's in a lot of trade rumors. And... Specifically, one came out that Maury had offered, and Doc Rivers has come out and said he doesn't think he can win a championship with him. So he might be a little upset. Oh, yeah, he probably is. Um, and then Chris Paul has been the NBPA president, so the Players Association, for two terms. But now C.J. McCollum will take his place as president, and Boston's Grant Williams will be the vice president. Now, football. Football. Football's back, everybody. The Washington football team announced that Tanya Snyder has been named the co-CEO, joining her husband, Dan Snyder. Cool. I still think they should sell the team. Oh yeah, everyone does. Um, that, that does not change the my opinion on the Washington football team <laughs> at all. Um, 
Let's see. Ryan Ramchek signed five-year, $96 million extension with New Orleans. He is the highest paid right tackle in the league now. Um, the NFL is fining the Washington football team $10 million as a result of the league's investigation into the team culture. That money will be donated to charity. Nice. Um, they find them for their name as well. What? They should find them for their name as well. <laughs> um, let's see. The Dallas Cowboys were selected for hard knocks, and apparently that starts tonight. I just saw. Oh, um, Josh Gordon files for reinstatement. Casey, what do you make of Josh Gordon filing for reinstatement? I mean, go for it, buddy. I mean, if you can get back in the league and someone pay you a lot of dollars, do it. But I mean, he's really just going to be a another guy on the roster, he's not really anything that's like, oh, you can get excited about on your team. Um, Nikhil Harry requested a trade from the Patriots. Probably good for him. I'm guessing it had something to do with two tight ends and two wide receivers that were signed in free agency. Yeah, probably. <laughs> And I, and I think, I mean, it probably it's just not working out there. I mean, I think he's a good talent, and he probably can do well somewhere else. I think the issue is Belichick's system. It's basically proven that Belichick can't draft a wide receiver. Uh-huh. That's not in, like, the seventh round or something like that. So it'll probably be good for him to, you know, just get somewhere else. Um he'll be with a better quarterback um because i think it's i think it's rookie year i think he had tom brady but yeah. i think that was when tom kind of dipped back down and he's on the back on the up i guess but so it was kind of down then he got cam newton as a quarterback who was proven doesn't really do anything for the wide receivers um and now hopefully he gets to go somewhere where he has a quarterback who's gonna chuck the ball Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Sherman got arrested in the burglary domestic violence trying to get into family member home uh, investigated by Washington State Police for connection to hit and run uh, the 911 caller said that Sherman was drunk and threatened to kill himself Sherman was released with several conditions. Um, he's no longer facing felony charge, but is facing two domestic violence counts among five misdemeanor charges. It sounds like Richard Sherman had some rough things happen uh, in a row. Yeah. <laughs> All hit him at once. Yeah. Um, the... I believe 
I forget if it was a wife or a girlfriend, whoever was in the house uh, said that no one was hurt and no one was in danger. He was just, he was at the door and he was shouting and he wanted to get in. Um, but uh, they had it locked or something and wouldn't let him. I, I don't know, you know. Yeah, there's always more to, to a story and we'll never get the full details, but not a good day for him. No. Um, Haskins, I'm guessing, uh, I'm assuming, sorry, it's been a while since I wrote this. I'm assuming Dwayne Haskins was injured by his wife in Vegas. I didn't hear about this story. I wouldn't think it was Dwayne Haskins. I didn't think he was married. I have no idea. If so, cool. Congratulations. And um, not, well, not, not <laughs> congratulations. I'm not sure how to. It doesn't sound like it's the best marriage. I don't... <laughs> I was, I'm like, I don't know how to handle this news. Um, Jim Ursay bought Elton John's piano that he used on tour for decades. Cool. Um, ESPN and Disney partner with Peyton Manning and Omaha Productions. So Peyton and Eli Manning will be headlining the alternate Monday Night Football telecast. So on, I'm guessing on ESPN2 or some other, you know, they're going to have the main broadcast on ESPN. But everyone knows the real show. You want to watch the one that Peyton and Eli are commentating. Oh, heck yeah. Because the... No offense to the regular telecast, except complete offense intended. Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, Lewis Riddick, Lisa Salters, and John Perry. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, they're not Peyton Manning or Eli Manning. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. So it's for the 2021, 2022, and 2023 seasons, and there's 10 games each season they'll do. Um, Peyton and Eli will be from a remote location, and celebrities, including the iconic and current players, will join. Ooh. The new Monday Night Football Megacast offering airs on ESPN2, Potential distri- distribution across Disney properties, including ESPN Plus. That would be something that makes ESPN Plus worth getting. Yep. Here, this is what I don't get about ES. I, I I have the bundle, you know. You get Disney Plus, you get Disney, you get Disney Plus, you get ESPN Plus, and you get Hulu, and you just get the basic of each or whatever. Yeah. Um. ESPN Plus is a bit of a uh, joke. Like the like, I assumed I could then watch ESPN. Yeah, it's just like the thirty for thirty library and some sports that no one cares about. Um. I don't understand why in an age where everyone is cutting the cord, why doesn't ESPN, you know, sell 
like the only reason people have cable is for the live sports because nothing else requires you to watch live yeah why would espn not sell separately and just you can stream their channel yeah you would think they would and be direct to consumer because if it's five bucks i would pay 10 bucks a month just to have espn yeah probably i mean when i i guess when monday night football and nba playoffs um i mean that's kind of like like nba playoffs are on espn and tnt tnt is the most obnoxious channel to have a sporting event on that is like the most inaccessible channel (laughs) if you don't have just regular cable (laughs) but I don't know why you wouldn't just why aren't the channel like everyone's getting their own streaming service ESPN just sell your channel yeah um let's see Aaron Rodgers saga so this offseason the Packers offered Aaron Rodgers a two-year contract extension that would have tied him to Green Bay for five more years and made him the highest paid quarterback and player in football. He declined that offer because it's not about the money. It's about the people and how you treat the people, specifically how the front office treats the people. Uh-huh. Uh, Cam Akers tore his Achilles and now – the Rams have Daryl Henderson Jr., and that is it. That is it. Um, 49ers signed Fred Warner to a five-year, $95 million extension, making him the highest-paid linebacker in the NFL. That wouldn't last long. We'll get to that no, in a little bit. The, let's see. the le- So this was a big deal. The league warned teams that if there was a COVID-19 outbreak among unvaccinated players, it would that they were not going to readjust the schedule as they did last season. The teams would have to forfeit the game and the team would be responsible for paying back the loss of revenue from that game. So here's the thing. That basically means you don't have to get vaccinated. It's your choice. Now, if something were to happen, you lose a game and it's a $70 million fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to regret that. Regret what? Who's going to what? I think the NFL, I don't think it's going to last that whole thing they're going to have to change it because I feel like there's enough big players who will make a stink about it that they'll want to change it. Cause like DeAndre Hopkins is not happy about it. And like DeAndre Hopkins is like your number two, three wide receiver in the league. And then there are some other guys as well who are not happy about that decision. So, I mean, I feel like, 
if like DeAndre Hopkins were, was the one who, you know, got COVID, caused the team to, you know, have to cancel the game, lose the money, I feel like they're going to change it a lot because he's the big star and he may quit if they piss him off. <laughs> um, the Jets, well, let's see. Oh, no. Um. The Bucks get the Super Bowl rings. There's 319 diamonds because they won 31 to 9. Well, that's petty. Yeah. Um, so the Packers and Devontae Adams have stopped talks about a long-term deal as Aaron Rodgers stays sitting out. Um the Packers just, you know, make Rodgers mad. They made Adams mad. They made Bakhtiari mad. Old <laughs> uh-huh. organization. Um, I did see a uh, graphic where it was a guy shooting a guy. Uh, the guy shooting was the Packers organization. Uh-huh. The guy being shot was the Packers team. And then afterward, uh, the guy sh- who shot him says, why would Aaron Rodgers do this? <laughs> oh, that's bad. Uh, let's see. So, Mike, oh, drama in New Orleans. Michael Thomas could miss the start of the season due to an ankle surgery he had in June. Him and Sean Payton are kind of – uh, fighting right now uh-huh. because Sean Payton believes that Michael Thomas delayed this surgery until June and now he's going to be out. Um, I thought it was the other way around. What do you mean? Like the team told him not to have the surgery and then he, he actually needed the surgery and now he's going to miss and he's mad I don't him. know. All I know is there's a lot of drama between. Sean All I know is there's a lot of drama. Right this, now. Is, this is probably his last year there. Yeah. Um, so next year we could have Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams available. And Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers available. Uh, Colts, go get them all. Did you see where Calvin Johnson had said that if he said I was going to retire, but if I were to pick a team, I would have picked the Packers. And can you imagine Aaron Rodgers and Calvin Johnson? <laughs> That'd been a lot of fun to watch. Um, there have been a lot more Packers fans out there. Yeah. Um, let's see. So Deshaun Watson's at camp. He still wants to be traded, and he's still going through the legal stuff, but he's at camp. So they have said that he can play. He's not barred from playing yet due to the legal stuff, but he does not want to. I don't know. It's complicated. Um, let's see. Oh, I forgot the Madden ratings came out. I haven't seen too many of them. Uh, Devontae Adams is in the 99 club. 
Let's see here. We have Aaron Donald's in the 99 Club. Jalen Ramsey's in the 99 Club. And Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are both in the 99 Club. It looks like DeAndre Hopkins has dropped down to 98, along with Miles Garrett, Tyreek Hill, and Zach Martin. So just to put things in perspective real quick, Tyreek Hill's a 98, Travis Kelsey's a 99, and Mahomes is a 99. Oh. That's also suggesting that Tyreek Hill is the third best receiver in the league behind Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I mean, I feel like your third best wide receiver in the league is a very debatable topic because it's just, it depends on how you want to spin the ball game. Mm. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's down at a 97. Injuries. Uh, yeah, with Stefan Diggs as a 97. Uh, Stefan Gilmore dropped to a 97. And, ew, Tom Brady's a 97. Well, of course he is. He just won the Super Bowl. He is beware of the He wasn't the reason why. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a 96. So is Bakhtiari, Derek Henry, George Kittle, Khalil Mack, and Nick Chubb. Let's see here. Um, looking for anything interesting. So let's let's see. I can sort this. I'm sure. By here's an interesting one. What um, I said. Here's an interesting one. Trevor Lawrence is rated higher than Joe Burrow. Okay, I okay. Well, I'm just saying because Joe Burrow's been in the league for a year, he probably should be rated at least a little bit higher. I think I agree with that though. Um let's see. Oh, like next year, not this year. So Darius Leonard is yep. an 89. Yep. Which is ridiculous. Ahead of him are Eric Kendricks, Demario Davis, Joey Bosa, who I thought was an end, Bobby Wagner, Vaughn Miller, Levante David, TJ Watt, Fred Warner, and Chandler Jones. Fred Warner is a 94. That's where Darius Leonard should be. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I know, like, I might, like, I know, like, I'm a Colts fan and people think, but seriously, that's stupid. Um, let's see. Look, I got a couple more things here. 
Quentin Nelson's a 95. DeForest Buckner's a 92. Ryan Kelly's an 87. Braden Smith an 84. Kenny Moore an 84. Marlon Mack an 84. Jonathan Taylor an 83. Um, T.Y.'s an 83. I don't have... It's just the Darius Leonard being an 89 just seems a little... Seems a little low. <laughs> oh my gosh. What do you think Carson Wentz is? Oh, I saw I think he's like a 70 something. 72. I thought I knew it was low. That's barely usable. Yep. <laughs> I think that's a little low. I mean, like, I know we had a bad year, but still. But still. Come on. The high 70s. I'm looking to see what is. That, That just seems low. Yeah, his accuracy is way low. Oh, I bet it is. And Michael Pittman Jr. is a 73. So, Michael Pittman Jr., I want you to remember that next time you tell someone you can't have their number. <laughs> Here's 73. So is Quiddy Pay. Eric Fisher is a 74. Isn't he like one of the best left tackles in the league? Injuries. Still. I just, hey, I'm just telling you why. Uh, okay. So there's Madden. Um, oh, the Packers had a meeting with shareholders. Did you hear about how this went? I did not. So, Mark Murphy came in and praised Brian Gutenkuntz. He is the right man for the job. Uh huh. And someone in the crowd shouted, I've never seen him throw a touchdown. <laughs> Love it. Uh Rogers will be returning though. They have voided the last year of his contract. They have moved the cap money around. He will be set up to leave after this year if he wants to. And I think he wants to. Uh once Aaron Rodgers signed that contract. Devontae Adams now starts listening to offers. And Aaron Rodgers, I believe, it may have been Aaron Rodgers. I'm not sure where this came from. But I believe there was an edit of a Last Dance poster 
with Rodgers and Adams and Bakhtiari and similar to the Chicago Bulls. I'd believe it. Um, the Cowboys signed Malik Hooker. I was hoping Miami would sign him. Well, speaking of Miami, Xavier Howard would like a trade. He doesn't feel valued or respected. He outperformed his contract. He did. He really did. The Colts extended Braden Smith four years, $72.4 million. Oh, I thought you were going to continue to go on. That's been uh, resolved. Uh, they are fixing I know. It. I was leaving the drama for the audience. Uh, well, I didn't want to leave the drama for the pe- for my peoples. I, I need them to know that I'm okay. And that Miami is going to be a playoff team this year. Mm. And I'm really excited about it. You really well, think but- so, huh? I do think they're going to be a playoff team. I will say, just about everyone's got to have an easier schedule than the Colts. We got stuck with the NFC West. <laughs> yeah. And, and, the, and the AFC East. We got some tough games. Yes, you do. Minus the Jets. Yeah, yeah, it's the Jets. We had the Jets as well, so. But all of our games, like, we go to Buffalo on the road. We go to Miami on the road. Ooh. We go to we go to Baltimore on the road. We go to see or not Seattle. We go to 49ers on the road. We go to Arizona on the road. We Oof. have a rough, rough, and then at home we get Seattle and the Rams and the <laughs> Patriots and the and the Titans and the Jaguars and the and we go on the road for them too, obviously, but Ooh, is not an is not an easy schedule by any stretch. No, it is not. Um, oh, we get the Raiders too, so that's fun. Um, let's see. So the Colts extended Braden Smith four year seventy two point four seventy million, or, or forty two is guaranteed. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say seventy million guaranteed. What are we doing, Ballard? Um. The Texans traded Randall Cobb to Green Bay in a move that has only been described as what Rodgers wanted. Yeah. Um, I mean, it came out that literally was part of the agreement, I guess, with his contract. I don't see it, though. Randall Cobb has not been productive for – he's way past – um, Rogers had a press conference. I thought it was very good. He kind of said it like it is, uh, pointed out who's to blame for everything. I think he came off looking great. Um, and the Packers organization didn't as much. Um, let's see. So Devontae Adams and the Packers don't see eye to eye on using the Hopkins contract as the benchmark for the Adams contract. 
I'm assuming Adams is saying Hopkins got paid this, so I should get paid this. I'm assuming that's the thing, too. And I think he, he wants to be paid as the number one wide receiver, which. Which I, I, I stand behind him because. Yeah. You, if you're not getting paid like the number one receiver, you don't want to be there without Aaron Rodgers. Go yeah, exactly. Because uh, that's, I think that's his, I will sign long-term without Rodgers if I'm the highest paid receiver. Oh, heck yeah. But if I'm not, I'm going to go and see if I can stick with a quarterback that's good. Exactly. Because, like, Rodgers leads, you stay, you're getting Jordan Love. Or worse. Or worse. Because you don't know what Jordan Love is, and you don't know what anybody else is. So, yeah. Um, Devastating news in Indianapolis. A couple Carson Wentz is out for five to 12 weeks after suffering a foot injury. Uh, apparently it's an old high school injury and the piece of the bone broke off or whatever, and it had to be removed. And now he's out five to 12 weeks, which of course, why wouldn't he have an injury from high school that he's played all through college and with the Eagles with, and it just decided to break now in training camp with the Colts. Yeah. The first day, first day of training camp, nonetheless. Yeah. The only bright side of this is you are going to get to keep your first round pick. And with him being not well, playing, you're not going to be a good team. They're, they're saying that he is on the early, the surgery went as well as it could have. And he's on the early, earlier side of the recovery. So he may be back by week two or three. Yeah. We've said that before. Yeah. Well, and then Andrew Luck retired. Uh, oh, we don't so. need to. Casey, we don't need to bring out stuff like this. Um, the, Just letting you know. The next day, Quentin Nelson gets the same thing. It's not – okay, it's not the same thing, but essentially it's the same thing is what it was yeah. said. It is something that he's had since he was born. Again, he played all his life, and it happened now. Um. Yeah. And he is out five to 12 weeks. The rumor is that he may be on the latter end of the five to 12 weeks. And his, his procedure may not have gone as smoothly. I mean, I would keep him on the latter end in general uh, because he is amazing and by far the best player at his position. Um, and so I would personally just like, you know what? You can just recover this entire year, come back next year. Um, when we draft a quarterback. Uh, Trevor Lawrence found Tim Tebow in the end zone at training camp. I hope that Tebow, like, well, no, I don't, I don't really care if Tebow succeeds. I just hope one time in the NFL, like, that connection actually happens in the, like, regular season, mm-hmm. and it'll just be absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Justin Houston goes to the Ravens on a one-year deal. Fun. The Colts bring in Brett Hundley. So, uh, nothing? Um, that means nothing because he's not getting first-team reps. No. Devontae Smith is expected to miss two to three weeks already with a sprained MCL. 
there it was injury concerns with Devontae Smith, and he's already hurt. Thank you, Miami, for drafting Waddle. <laughs> Justin Fields is getting great reviews out of camp. Are and when I surprised? say no, but when I say great reviews, people are saying great reviews. Like I, you like, should start like with one. like people are saying like I don't have the video. They're not letting video be taken, but it is unbelievable what we are seeing out of camp. Out of the Bears camp, I'm excited. That could be my like fantasy last round draft pick is Justin Fields, and I'll just wait for him to start. Yeah, Allen Robinson's going to be very happy. Carson Wentz could also probably be your last round pick. Carson Wentz is not going to be my last round pick. That could be yours. He he could be available. That's all I'm saying. He is available. Um. The Panthers practice halted after Keith Kirkwood, wide receiver, got carted off after taking a hit to the head from uh, JT Ibe, who was kicked out of practice and waived. It's a bad day. A full team brawl at Giants camp ended with Daniel Jones at the bottom of the pile. (laughs) Joe Judge was livid had players lined up to run uh, apparently Corey clement took a big hit at the end of a run evan ingram retaliated and then got popped by logan ryan and then the entire team jumped in um, after doing a hundred yard runs apparently they weren't hard enough for judges they weren't done hard enough but for judges liking so players then lined up on the foul line and uh, were doing push-ups uh, there was dead silence except for Joe Judge's whistle and his unlimited expletives. Um, the players were running goal line to goal line again after that, and then they went back to push-ups, and then he gathered players around him and sent the coaches away. Uh, it has been said that they had never seen Joe Judge that angry or maybe anyone for that matter to be that angry. Um I believe it was Joe Looney who promptly retired the next day, offensive lineman, uh, who said, oh, we're running and doing push-ups? Not for me. Oh, heck no. Which I'm sure at some point it says, you don't like it, you can leave. And then the player was like, fine then. Um, Yeah. So there's Giants practice. Eh, I don't think it's ever a good idea, or it's never a good sign when Daniel Jones, your quarterback, is on the bottom of the pile in training camp. No, that is not a good, good sign. That entire like sequence you just talked about makes me think of like remember the Titans when you know they're not getting along, and then he just goes nuts on them, and they just it makes they, me think of the miracle. When they lose and then they uh, practice all night and they do it again and they do it again. Do it again, and do it again. And again. Yeah. I mean, many a movies like that where it's just like get on the line and go mm-hmm. and just keep going until you vomit. Uh Philip Rivers says he is staying ready in case he is needed. Go away. Uh here's you know, as someone who doesn't have kids, I'm going to steal a take from someone who does. They said it's an unpopular opinion. You're going to get some looks, 
but spending all your time with your kids is a bit overrated. And the, and sometimes you just want to break Philip rivers retired. Now he's got nothing but time with his nine kids. And maybe he just wants to play some football again. <laughs> Russell Wilson says that the Seahawks need to figure out Dwayne Brown's contract, the left tackle. <laughs> I mean, they need to figure it out then. Um, Let's see. Josh Allen got a six-year, two hundred eighty, or I think two hundred fifty-eight million dollar deal. So he got one hundred and fifty guaranteed, which is the most ever in a contract. It's great for him. Excuse me. Then you had oh Colts training camp. So I went to Colts training camp this past weekend. Uh, Eason. Doesn't actually look too bad. It looks like he could make it through a game or two. <laughs> you know, like he, like maybe he's not a bad backup. I wouldn't want uh-huh. him to be our starter, but he can back up. Yep. Um, there's a receiver named Strachan or Strachan. Anyway, he looked good. Um, I forget the name of the guy. He's number 85. He better not be on the team in a couple weeks. Um, Xavier Rhodes struggled a little bit. He was on Pittman. Pittman burned him a couple times. Good. So it's encouraging, I guess, from a Pittman perspective, but also I can't tell. Rhodes did that a lot last season, so I don't know whose it is. Um you seen rock you seen uh he didn't seem to show improvement and uh and uh yeah so that i mean colts colts camp's a good time you get to see some of the guys you get to see some of the lesser known guys who's who's making plays who's not um of course when you're only there like one day maybe you go Oh, well, he did really good. Why did he get cut? Well, maybe he was bad the rest of the days and you just you just saw him on a good day. True. But uh but it was fun. Uh there was no because of the COVID protocol, they're not you can't really interact with the players and stuff now afterward like you used to. Um, but they did sign footballs and throw them into the crowd. Uh I ended up with none of those because why would I? Um so I think I think from an autograph perspective, it is it's it's not as good. Um, but uh, <laughs> I wish you know I just wish I was a little kid because all the little kids get all the attention, and it's like I care about you guys too. Okay, probably more than they do. Okay, noted. I will yeah. be taking my daughter to training camp. Yes. Oh, I had four kids next to me, four half my size, screaming, it's his birthday. So they naturally got three footballs. Guess whose birthday it was? Not his. (laughs) Anyway, I'm not better. The Hall of Fame was this weekend. Edron James and Peyton Manning went in. It's a big deal around here in Colts country. Uh, there were also several others, you know, Troy Polamalu went in, Charles Woodson went in, Calvin Johnson went in, 
Um, I'm trying to Isaac Bruce went in. Um, John Lynch. I mean, I it, granted this was two classes. They had postponed the 2020. So if it sounds like I'm saying a lot more names than normal, it's because I am. Because you are, yeah. Um, Edron James gave an epic speech. He was it was very very good. Uh, from a guy who you know was pretty quiet throughout his career. Very, very good speech. Um, you know, he talked a lot about his appearance. He, he came into the league, he had gold teeth and dreadlocks and said that people were always surprised when he told him he had not been in prison. Um, and so he ended his speech by saying, well, now I'm in the Canton Correctional Facility, inmate number 336 in the NFL, in the you know, football hall of fame. <laughs> My career started with gold teeth and ended with this gold jacket and walked, you know, walked it off. Uh, Peyton Manning also had a good speech. He has several people commenting about future commissionership. Um, <laughs> Please. And there were some other good speeches. I liked uh, Isaac Bruce's. He said, uh, he got a call before the draft from one of the teams or something. And this person told him that, you know, all these teams like these other guys and um, he just wasn't NFL material. And, and so they were going to take these other guys and he'd be waiting a while. And, and so he did. And, and then he said, how you like me now? Now he's in the whole thing. Okay. Um, There's some good speeches. I love, you know, Calvin Johnson had a good speech. He did uh, Calvin Johnson has a thriving marijuana company. Um, and he did not thank the lions in his speech because Oof. they suck. Um, Troy Palomalu uh, is, you know, a lot of good guys up there giving good speeches. Um, let's see. Darius Leonard signed a five-year, $98.5 million extension with the Colts, so now he is the highest-paid inside linebacker in the NFL. Um, let's see. Justin Jefferson, it's either a separated shoulder or a sprained AC joint, but he's hurt, which is unfortunate. And it is. Uh, so Dwayne Brown and Jamal Adams are both not practicing in Seattle. They are looking for – contracts as you mentioned Xavier Howard is back after some reworkings of his contract Joe Hayden has approached the Steelers looking for an extension going into his last year and Hunter Henry is looking sorry is looking to miss a couple of weeks that's what I got in the NFL um I think that's everything that I know of. Um, let me see here. I got other than Rashawn Bateman got hurt in practice and he was a first round draft pick. Uh, so is that the, the only... is that the Chargers? No, that is Ravens wide receiver. Oh, okay. So hey. he had a chance to basically lead the team in targets because who else would? Hollywood Brown. Yeah, not Hollywood Brown. <laughs> um, moving over. So we had the Olympics. I watched so much Olympics. Uh, I couldn't tell you. 
I watched so much Olympics. It was all day, every day, all the time, day and night. I only watched five minutes of mountain biking because after that, I was too tired to watch more. Um, <laughs> that was the only one that really got me. I was watching. I was like, this is exhausting. How do they do this? Um, but, well, you know, basketball, Team USA lost Nigeria after being 30-point favorites. Uh, yep. Team USA then lost to Australia. Uh, and then, like, Popovich was all defensive. Like, why are you asking me questions? Like, well, you're not supposed to lose any games. You just lost two. So, yeah. Um, so, there you go. Uh, let's see. Going into, let's see. We got some. This is all just kind of a jumble. So, uh, Serena got injured, and she couldn't compete at Wimbledon. You had Bobby Bonilla Day. I know that's a big deal. Uh, just simply in my envious mind because he makes $1.2 million every year through 2035 from the Mets to not play baseball. Like, I wish someone would pay me to not not play baseball. I've been not playing baseball for my whole life. Um, Let's see. There's new NIL rules. Did we talk about this? Uh, I don't know. There's Let's new NIL rules, so players can make money off the endorsements of their name, image, and I don't think we did. In college. J.J. Reddick tweeted that from 2004 to 2006, I would have made a bag with a money bag emoji on NIL endorsements. Sadly, I would have blown it all on Natty Light and Lacoste Polos, but the collars popped, of course. Uh, Taylor Rooks said that the NCAA is doing what they should have done a long time ago. Thankful that the athletes can benefit from a system that consistently benefits from them. Uh, Trey Young responded to that with a no and then cap emoji. Um, let's see. Johnny Manziel says, set up a business, create Shopify account, design merch with fulfillment to ship and handle customer service, tweet IG directly to your fan base. <laughs> Sorry, throat's so sore. Make bank, bros. With amount of volume you'll be doing, you will not need to go order a ton of merch beforehand. Put up a for sale and print as each order is placed so you are not left with excess merch. Learn that lesson the hard way. So Johnny Manziel didn't say congratulations. He said, here's the business model. <laughs> he's like, I've been doing this. Yeah, he's like, this is what I did. I got paid in college. <laughs> Uh, Reggie Bush is trying to get his Heisman Trophy back. He he says he, this ruling came out, and he goes, "Well, well, well, what do we have here?" He took three hundred thousand dollars under the table, and got all his records taken away, his trophies taken away, everything, everything. But reports say that based off of these rules, he'd have made four to six million dollars. Oh, easy. Um, so yeah, he's trying to get his stuff back. Uh, he I'll have Casey. No. What he was told, no, he was told, no, yes, it's, it's stupid. Um, but it's not over, he is still going for it. Well, of course, um, and I support him 100. percent Uh, I'm gonna have Casey talk a little bit about you know JJ Reddick and Reggie Bush's perspective here as I go to get a water. <laughs> I'm not even sure where to go with that. Well, I'm, my throat's sore. I need water. So okay, you, you go get your water. A bit, because I don't want to edit. <laughs>
All right. <laughs> I'll ramble, but um, yeah. Um, they back in the day they would have made a crap ton of money. Uh, Reddick was, as many people know, one of the most hated NBA or not NBA NCAA basketball players to have played the game, but. That does not mean that he would not have made a ton of money. He was very much a prominent figure. And then Reggie Bush definitely would have made, like Bo said, four, five, six million dollars um, just because he was that guy who, you know, he was the top running back of that year and everybody was excited about him. So, you know, he'd made a crap ton of money. And there's quite a few different players like that throughout the, you know, history of college athletics. Excellent analysis. We are moving on in the Olympics. So, <laughs> U.S. sprinter Shikari Richardson got banned from the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, she tested positive for marijuana uh, and says she used it as a coping mechanism after her mother's death. Here's the only thing. I get, you know, it's Olympic rules, whatever. Here's the only thing, Casey, that I have a question about. I got an answer. I don't think marijuana's not a performance enhancing drug, is it? I don't have an answer. I mean, you know, like I don't I, mean, I don't think it makes you run faster. If anything, I think it would make you run slower. I honestly, I've got no idea. I don't think it, never... I just don't think it gives you I don't think it gives you a competitive advantage. So why would it be that big a deal, I guess? I, I mean, I don't know. I've never done the research on it. I don't care to do the research on it. I've never smoked it. Probably will never smoke it because I have no no reason to or wanting wanting to. So I got nothing for this other than it's the rules. Sometimes the rules are stupid, but as an Olympic hopeful you got to kind of follow those rules if you want to compete for gold. So, and she's admitted, she's like, it was a mistake. You know, I messed up. Uh, I accept, accept, uh, accept the consequences, but you know, it is disappointing, but I mean, that's where I stand. I, I mean, you know, the rules, you know, that is if you get caught doing it, you know, you're, you're out. So you're out. And I think that was her mindset as well. I think she thought it was stupid. I think most people do things stupid, but unfortunately, that's how it is. Um, on July 4th, it was a tradition unlike any other. Joey Chestnut putting down 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes to break his own record and win the 14th men's title at Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest. Now, Maybe someday Tom Brady will be a goat like Joey Chestnut. Heck yeah, he is the goat of all sports because eating is a sport. And I don't mean to diminish here in any way, but the women's champion was 30.75 hot dogs. That's a lot of hot dogs, still. That it is, but. Yes. It is well under half of what <laughs> Joey Chestnut did. I'll tell you what I got surprised by. You know, every year is a hot dog eating contest. 
Yeah. I saw a man named Eric Booker chug a gallon of lemonade in less than 40 seconds. He paused twice to burp. (laughs) I've never seen, and, and, can I just say I'm proud that he looks like someone who could chug a gallon of lemonade in under 40 (laughs) seconds? Because Joey Chestnut looks like my uncle worked out for cross country and he eats hot dogs like nobody else. This guy looks what I think he should look like. And I, it it was, I watched, I don't know how many times I watched that video. It was great. So because Joey Chestnut won and TikTok is not a huge thing, he is on TikTok and I've decided to follow him and I think it's the greatest decision I've ever made because I'm in awe every time he posts a video. Absolute awe. <laughs> now, you know how many different kinds of Mountain Dews there are? There's a lot of them. There's a lot. Well, this Eric Booker guy. So I was looking up the lemonade thing to show my mom because she really didn't want to see it. And... <laughs> um he has a youtube is this the guy who who drank like seven of them i don't know this all i know is this guy apparently has a youtube channel and he has all these videos and there was one that was called mountain dew giant he had a giant wine glass and he had every variety of mountain dew and he poured them all into the wine glass and chugged it which I think has to be instant diabetes. Like, <laughs> like not to make light of an illness that affects millions, but but that much Mountain Dew. But like, so day. like if you're blessed to not have it, don't try and give it to yourself. <laughs> and he had he had multiple videos. It wasn't just Mountain Dew. It was like this is the soda fountain suicide breakfast, you know, whatever, like just chug it. Like I was like, dude, he had one, uh, chugging a gallon of lemon juice. Oh gosh. After brushing your teeth, (laughs) which just makes my skin crawl thinking about it. I don't know. Wow. Um, Roger, so you had the match. Rogers and DeChambeau beat Brady and Mickelson. So now Brady and Mickelson are 0 for 2 against two different opponents. Oh, man, does that not feel good or what? Like, <laughs> that has to be the greatest feeling ever, just as Americans. That's the, that, is, that is the real 4th of July. Winner. Oh my. Um let's see. Tampa Bay Lightning repeated as Stanley Cup champions. Uh let's see. The Braves All-Star Ronald Acuna Jr. suffered a torn ACL and will miss the rest of the season. Uh, Connor McGregor lost to, I believe, Dustin Poirier after suffering an ankle injury. So it was doctor's decision in round one. Uh-huh. Um, 
and then he said something about his wife is in his DMs. So I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, Djokovic won Wimbledon. So now he is tied. Him, Rafael Nadal, and Roger Federer all have 20 major titles, which are all the most all time. And they're all playing right now. And they're all playing right now. That's what incredible. a time to watch tennis. I still won't watch. Exactly. I, it's, I tried. They had, they had Olympics. They have tennis. And they played, you know, during the day. And I just had it on at background at work. Like, and I still couldn't watch the tennis. Like, it's, it is that <laughs> boring, guys. It is miserable. Oh, my. Um, so, Charles Barkley put a $100,000 bet on himself to finish in the top 70 at American Century Championship in golf. Mm-hmm. He finished 76. He lost $100,000 because he couldn't finish in the top seven. Oh. Just uh, barely. Yeah. Um, well, here I have that Lionel Messi and Barcelona reached agreement on a five-year deal, uh, but that ended up not happening. So yep. Lionel Messi is out of Barcelona. I believe he's signing with Paris SG. I don't remember what I have it later. Um, I know it's Paris. Yeah. Um, let's see. Colin Morikawa claimed his second major championship. He is the sixth player in the past 100 years to win his debut at the Open. Uh, John Cena. This has nothing to do with sports. I mean, I mean, it does, but it you know, it doesn't. John Cena returns to WWE, and yeah. and I watched him return a good amount of times. I mean, I, I mean, obviously Pat McAfee's doing the call, so that helps. But um, John Cena's back, and he's in WWE. And he's also in every major movie and motion picture in America. Um, he's in Suicide Squad. And Fast 9. Oh, Fast 9, that is correct. He is in that one. And after seeing Fast 9, he will return in Fast 10. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> Michael Phelps joined the NBC broadcasting team. And let me tell you, it was a joy to be able to get broadcast from Michael Phelps during swimming. Like... That is amazing. The, I, it, was, it elevated the Olympics unquestionably. Um, similarly with Tony Hawk being there oh. for the skateboarding. Oh. Um, oh, we didn't talk about X Games, did we? I didn't see any X Games. I was watching Olympics. Well, this was X Games was a little while before this. So I wish we were going to go off on a real quick tangent here. Uh, with the X Games, which we might have talked about, and I might have already said this on the podcast, but it was a month ago, so you're gonna have to hear it again. Um, I watched the half pipe like X Games event, which is like Tony Hawk's event, like he won mm-hmm. the X Games gold, like I don't know how many times, but like I realized I had never watched Tony Hawk because he's been retired for like 16 years. Mm-hmm. But then apparently Tony Hawk went, I'm going to compete. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. And he competed. Yeah. And like, 
I, I, you know, I popped it on because I love the X Games. I was just like watching, and I was like, oh, cool, this event's on. You know, it's a half pipe. And then I see Tony Hawk, and then he's wearing a helmet, and I'm like, holy crap! I said different words at the time, <laughs> but I, I watched it live, and I don't think I've ever actually sat on the edge of my seat to watch something except for this <laughs> because I was so excited. And, and you thought, and you thought you might see Tony Hawk die. <laughs> I thought I might see him die. I might see him win. Um, because I think at one point he might have been leading. He came in fourth. I know. Like I saw, he was very. Uh, that's what. See, here's the thing. <clears throat> <coughs> Sorry. Um, Tony Hawk, like you said, he's been retired so long. Like I've never seen him actually like skateboard or compete you know in a to think that at his age now he went in and looked like he did it only makes me imagine what he looked like yeah when he was peak tony hawk it was like he's i think he's 53 ish somewhere around that basically he's my dad's age (laughs) and i cannot imagine my dad on a skateboard doing what he can do I can't imagine your dad on a skateboard. I mean, that part too. I can't imagine that either. <laughs> but like, just to think like that's how old he is. Um, I mean, it was incredible. I was so excited. And then he well, got beat what, by a 12 year old. Yeah. Well, that's what, so yeah. And then, in uh, the Olympics, he did, he test run the, the courses at the Olympics and they had video of him doing that. Yeah. He, obviously he wasn't competing, but they had him, yeah. you know, He's like, well, I'm in Tokyo, and it's the first time skateboarding's at the Olympics, and I'm kind of the reason it's here. So let's go. Heck yeah, that um, was. I think that was the funny part about the whole X Games thing was like your commentators for the X Game are very people like you don't know, no one knows who they are, and they're like our age, like 24 or 21 to 24 range, and like they worship Tony Hawk basically, <laughs> and like they didn't know he was going to do this, and so when he was doing this. And they went to interview him. It was the true, like, awestruck, like, geeking out fan. And it was kind of hilarious to watch. (laughs) Uh, So, let's see. The U.S. women's soccer team lost three to nothing to Sweden in the group stage opener. So that snapped a 44-match unbeaten streak. Um, oh, the Cleveland baseball team changes their name to the Guardians. Yep. Now, a lot of people are clowning on the Guardians. One, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, come on. And two, it's still better than anything I've heard from Washington football team. <laughs> Yeah, um, a lot of people in the baseball like world don't like it. They don't like their logos. They think it looks a lot like cartoonish. I personally don't think it's all that bad of a name. I mean, like you said, Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, Guardians of Cleveland, Garland, Guardians of the baseball world. I don't know. It's not a bad name. You can do some good stuff with it. Um, but like you said, Washington football team. That is the worst name in sports. I don't care. I don't mean what no. I don't. I don't mean Washington football team. I mean the names that I have heard suggested oh. for that team. This is still better. 
that that is fair. I mean, that's you're not wrong. Um, let's see. Texas and Oklahoma declared their intent to leave the Big Twelve in hopes of landing in the SEC. Um, they paved the way to leave by 2025. They requested invitations starting July 5th or July 1st. 2025, and ultimately, I believe they were accepted into the SEC. I think they were, too. Um, Simone Biles withdraws from the team final due to medical issue. Team USA settles for silver. Uh, the Russian Olympic Committee gets gold, even though – so that's a whole other thing. Simone Biles says uh, she had no physical injury. It was mental health. Um the, 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 so I don't know, maybe you can straighten this out for me, Casey, the Russian Olympic committee. So that's Russia, but they're not allowed to have athletes because of the doping scandal, but they're allowed to have athletes if they call themselves the Russian Olympic committee. I don't know. That's essentially what I've heard. Um, but yeah, so that was obviously a big deal. You know, yeah. Simone Biles. Uh, well, that was like, uh, I would say she was probably the headline of the Olympics. Um, oh yeah. I like if you were, definitely. like if this was a, like if this was a music festival, she's the big one at the top, and mm -hmm. then you've got other names that gradually get smaller until you can't see them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so she pulled out of the team final. She uh, she pulled out of all. Because then you have the, the team final and the all around and the individual and the this and the that. She pulled out of everything except the balance beam individual where she got a bronze uh, a week later. <laughs> um, Naomi Osaka got upset in the as in the she got beat in the third round of the Olympics. I think she um, might have been upset the other way too. Oh yeah, but you know, I didn't want it to be, you know. Um Katie Ledecky lost her first Olympic race. I mean, let's let's be honest. The start of this Olympics was kind of depressing. USA yes. was losing a lot. Yes. I but mean let's let's take the moment with the Katie Ledecky thing that she lost. Had it not been the one person who beat her, she'd have broke the world the record. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she lost, but she still was what is like the fastest of the fast. Yeah. Well, except for the one. Except for the one who beat her by like a fingertip. Um yeah, I, as someone who, you know, I started what my first Olympics was like 08. I mean, not that I was alive, but that I like was aware that there are Olympics. Um, and the so 08, 12, 16, like my whole entire Olympic career has been watching Michael Phelps and Misty May Trainer and Carrie Walsh and all the other great Olympians. Like, I'm just used to us going in and getting gold. Yeah. Because that's what Americans do. And in this Olympics, we went in and we got silvers and bronzes. Um, hey, we in the end, and and and, and we got 
We got silvers and bronzes and 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 nothings because we didn't place in a lot of things that we thought we were going to. But we got some golds. Well, hey, we in the end we had the most golds, we had the most silvers and the most bronze. I thought we had the most medals overall. I thought I didn't think we had the most golds. Nope, we took over we like the last day we took over. Well, hey, look at us. Well, how many golds was it? I think it was like 39. Dang it. I see there there was a nice little boost on the over under at 43 and a half and I said, oh, I don't know. And then after like the first day, I went, I should have hit that under. (laughs) Uh, We did win gold in shooting skeet because if there's anything we should be the best at, it's guns. Heck yeah. (laughs) Um, Japan, did you see this? Japan upset China in a best of seven table tennis doubles for the gold i did you see i saw this entire match did you see this no this was early in the early in the you know one of the first days it was double table tennis i could not believe what i was watching these people i crazy and best of seven put this in perspective china has won 29 golds out of 33 Olympics in this event. There have been four times in the history that China did not win gold. Wow. And now there's five times because Japan beat them. And had there been fans allowed, it would have been in the hometown Tokyo, Japan. And it would have rioted. <laughs> uh, Lydia Jacoby is 17 years old from Alaska, and she won gold in the 100-meter breaststroke. Lily King placed third. Fun fact, uh, I think they said that Alaska has one 50-meter pool. Yep. And that's not the one she uses because it's far away. She uses yep. like a 25-meter pool. I think another fun fact is I and I believe it was her was she was not supposed to be there swimming. Why? I don't think she qualified or something. And somehow she made it on the scene because she originally had bought a ticket to go watch. Oh. And then she competed and won. So heck a story. Yeah. Um Ryan Murphy won the bronze in the 100-meter backstroke, which is good unless your goal was gold. Um, What's the gold? What? (laughs) It was good unless your goal was the gold. Yeah, but that's – yeah, it was like unless he was expected to win gold, so bronze was a bit of a disappointment. Um, The U.S. did win gold in fencing, I believe, for the first time or something or other. Interesting. the U.S. women's soccer team lost three to nothing, I mentioned, but then they drawled at 0-0, so they were not quite as dominant as they have been in the past. Um, the U.S. got a silver in women's synchronized diving. The U.S. got a gold in the men's 4 by 100 relay swimming. Uh, Ledecky 
got fifth in a 200 meter race didn't even medal oof um but then she won gold right after that in the 1500 and the other USA member uh, i believe Erica Sullivan uh i just have E Sullivan wins silver um in that event um let's see USA won gold in women's three-on-three basketball. They also won gold in women's regular basketball. Um, I don't think they ever televised any of that. Um, <laughs> not going to say why or why not, but, you know. Um, the <laughs> the <laughs> Caleb Dressel made history. He won his first individual gold medal in Tokyo. He, he ended up with five gold, so... He put himself in the history books along with the Mark Spitzes and the Michael Phelps. I mean, Michael Phelps has done it three times, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Suni Lee won gold in women's gymnastics all around. Uh, The the SEC did vote unanimously unanimously to uh, let Oklahoma and Texas in. Oh, here was was a day. And I, I don't know if I texted you. I think I did. So the Yankees finalized a deal to get Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs. Yep. And the Dodgers got a deal to acquire Max Scherzer and Trey Turner from the Nationals for a bunch of prospects. Mm-hmm. Um, the White Sox got closer Craig Kimbrell from the Cubs. The Mets got Javier Baez from the Cubs. And the Cubs also sent Chris Bryant to the Giants. Um, oh, and they also sent outfielder Jake Marisnik to the Padres. So I believe I texted you. I asked, are the Cubs just, uh, you know, given up? They sent literally everybody away. Yeah, I still have no answer on that. Um, all the Cubs fans that I know are just not talking about it. Uh, I think they're still trying to process the fact that they, they everything like, you know, like, um, like me, you know, baseball, I don't care. Uh, you know, not, you know, very few people I, you know, know, or, you know, but, but I hear names occasionally, you know, uh, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, Chris Bryant. These are all names that I know. That 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 are big time Cubs people, and now they're just trading them all away, all on the same day. Mm-hmm. By the way, I believe they all hit a home run in their next game. Yep, they did. So maybe they weren't that bad. They were not bad. I truly don't know what happened. I I'm just you know just confused. I did see a, um, you know, I, I, you know, I talked about how the Bulls had a good, you know, off season. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see a meme from, I believe, Endgame, no, Infinity War, where you know Thanos gets the Soul Stone or something, or he gets something, mm-hmm. one of the stones, and uh, and he, and 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 the little Gamora says. Did you get it? But so, you know, so she says, are the bulls good again? And he goes, yes. And she goes, what did it cost? And he goes, the Cubs. The Cubs, yeah. 
I saw that one. So yeah, baseball. Woo. Um, Max Scherzer, he's good, right? Yeah, he's really good. So the Dodgers just have everybody? Yeah, they do. Okay. So how much should I put on them to win the World Series? I don't ask me. I'm the wrong Houston brother to ask baseball like betting questions. But the Dodgers are like good. Yes, they are very good. And and like they're gonna win. I would count them as the favorites personally, but I could be wrong. What about the Yankees? Do not put any freaking money on the Yankees. But they just got Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo has COVID. Oh, is that why the Cubs sent him away? No. He just he just happened to get it, and now we're back, and we're 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 fighting to get into the playoffs. Oh, nuts! So don't bet on the Yankees. <sighs> um, the Nationals trade John Lester to the Cardinals. Um, he was a Cub at one time. Yeah, that's I recognize his name. I I believe he was he was a Cub when uh, we did fantasy baseball because I think he was on my team. <laughs> um, let's see. U.S. women's soccer misses the gold game after losing to Canada, of all people. Come on now. Um, Jade Carey won the gold in the floor routine for the U.S. Um, apparently, I don't know anything about this. There's hockey drama. This Vander Kane plays for the Sharks. Apparently, his wife is allegations – his wife is saying that he has betting problems or something that he bet on his own games and then intentionally tried to lose. Um, apparently they're in the process of getting a divorce and he called his wife mentally unwell. Um, I mean, it doesn't sound, you know, not stressful. Um, Apparently, she made posts on Instagram about him being a compulsive gambler, spending lavishly, asking her to sell her wedding ring to get by, and not being able to afford baby formula. Who knows? I don't. I don't. Um, The men's high jump ends in a shared goal, so Qatar had a guy and uh, (laughs) with a very confusing name and italy similarly had a guy and they tied uh at 2.37 meters and they decided not to go to the jump off and just both get a goal which wait a minute that's an option why doesn't everybody do that i mean i i'd agree to that like cool i could get gold i get gold i'm okay with that i still get a goal Exactly. Like, and shouldn't they both get like silvers and no one gets a gold? Like the <laughs> that's what I feel like it should be. But I mean, I ain't gonna complain. But if, if we're I got both gold. gonna get gold, why wouldn't we not? You're asking me to jump again? <laughs> Come on! And I might not get a gold out of it. <laughs> exactly. I get a gold if I don't jump. Yes. Deal. Oh my goodness. 
Um, let's see. Ricky Rubio was balling out. He scored 38 on the U.S. He scored 42 on Slovenia. Now, if only he could score 10 in the real NBA. Um, <laughs> uh, Nick Saban got an eight-year, $84.8 million extension. Uh, Sydney McLaughlin and Delilah Muhammad finished gold and silver for the USA in the women's 400 meter hurdles, both set world records. Um, apparently they've been going back and forth. So apparently it's like a rivalry, but they're on the same team, but the, like it was Muhammad had the record and then McLaughlin got the record and then Muhammad set the record and then McLaughlin set the record and now McLaughlin bro- broke her own record by like, I think they said like a half a second, which is like a big deal, I guess, in track. Um, yep. And and McLaughlin, she is just uh, a wonderful human being, I am sure. Um, that, yeah. I'm going to say that was my Olympic crush. Um, so Team USA won gold over France. Uh, France beat Slovenia to advance despite a triple-double from Doncic. Um, Patty Mills dropped 42 to beat Slovenia for the bronze. Oof. Um, again, if he could get 10 in the regular NBA, that would be great. Um... USA women's beat Japan behind Brittany Griner's 30 points for the seventh straight women's gold medal. Sue Bird and Diana Dorsey became the first basketball players with five Olympic gold medals. Um, Notre Dame and Navy are going to play in MetLife Stadium in 2024. Messi will not continue with Barcelona because of financial and structural obstacles. Uh, so he is signing with Paris Saint Germain on a two-year deal. Um, Allison Felix won the bronze in the women's 400. It's the 10th overall medal. It's the most ever by a female track and field athlete. And then she won the gold in the women's 4x400 relay, which makes her the most decorated American Olympian in track and field, breaking Carl Lewis's record. Um, I think. And apparently, I think she's the one that she had like a really rough pregnancy and she wasn't expected to be able to get back. And so then she came back and she got a bronze and a, and a gold. So there you go. Um, the U.S. men won gold in a 4 by 400 relay. Um, what they didn't win gold in was a 4 by 100 And you might be wondering how I know that. It's because I was given a boost because it was basically a given that they were going to win gold, and then they didn't even qualify. Um, <laughs> so thanks a lot, guys. Um, the USA won gold in beach volleyball with April Ross and Alex Kleinman. Uh, and then USA won gold in women's volleyball as well. Um, so a strong, strong finish for the USA. And that, I mean, that's not the total, obviously, but those are the highlights that I picked up on as we went. And, uh, after a couple hours, we have caught up on the month. 
Unless we have something else. I don't think I got anything else. You have a very high ceiling. I do have some very high ceilings. That fan looks very small. <laughs> it's probably, I mean, pulpy. The fan? Well, no, no. Like pulpy from floor to ceiling. Oh, I was going to say. I mean, you've been in this room. I was like, it looks small, but there's no way it's that big. <laughs> no, it's not that big. That'd be a huge fan. And that'd be really high up. Yeah. So uh, what's the deal with Mike? I, you know, he just stops sending us an email. He hasn't sent us an email in like months. I mean, part, oh. of, this, part of this break was waiting for him to send an email. I don't know. Eh, you might get a pass a little bit in this month. School is about to start back up, so. Uh, yeah, you don't get a pass for all the, what, six months it's been since we got an email from Mike? Exactly. Come on, Mike. This month he gets a pass. The other one's not so much. I don't know. I, I don't offer passes late. <laughs> We're, we've been overdue, Mike. We've been overdue. Your homework needs to get turned in. We need to know about NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, what well, I, I have no clue what happened since February or whenever you last sent us an email. <laughs> Jeez. But that's it. And it's been a long episode. So we're just I'm just gonna wrap it up for you. We will be back hopefully sooner than this time. Um and yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You know, there, there's a link in the notes. It takes, you know what to do. Come on. Rate, review, subscribe, send us emails. And, you know, at this point, you take over Mike's role being the number one fan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's the link in the notes. It takes you everywhere. Social media, it's in there too. You, you know, it's all easy. We try to make it easy for you. And, uh, and I'm going to go to bed. So. And remember, Good night, pit stops are fast. Pit stops are fast.